This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about erotic blueprints. I did a little video about this if you follow me on Facebook and TikTok and all of those. And I've talked about it before in a post, but I figured I would talk about it more because it's super interesting and it's a good way to understand why you and your spouse may not be matching up in the bedroom and how to better understand each other. Before we get to that, you should subscribe. I have about 80 episodes now, back from the oral sex ones to the most recent one was uh, acts of service and physical touch being opposite love languages, which I think to a large extent they are. And that can also help make sense of your marriage, as is, you know, the point for most of the things that I talk about. So anyhow, what are erotic blueprints? I didn't make them up. I think it's from some website like Miss Jaya or something. You can Google it. I linked to it originally in my post about erotic blueprints. That's on Dr. Psych Mom. Um, there are five erotic blueprints, but the fifth one just means like I like everything. <laughs> it's a shapeshifter. So like we don't have to talk about that one as much for our purposes. And they do a lot of a deep dive on this. If you do the quiz, you should do the quiz with your spouse. Um, and the quiz, uh, there's like two versions of the quiz. You could do the free quiz, totally fine. I did the free quiz. Uh, there's also some $17 quiz where they talk to you a lot more about what you are. Cool, whatever. Um, but just take one of the quizzes. And you probably will know what you are from just hearing me talk on the podcast so you don't have to take the quiz if you hate quizzes. So anyway, there's Shapeshifter, which we're not going to talk about as much until the end. Then there is um, Kinky, which should be obvious. That's kinky. (laughs) If you like BDSM, if you like being a furry, if you like some, you know, stuff that is non-normative, that is a kink, a fetish, then this is what's exciting uh, to you about sex is engaging in your kink. And if you can't engage in your kink, then you may not like any really part of sex so if you if if you really are like a sub a submissive and you need that as part of every encounter then if your spouse is not dominant and and they don't know that they have to be dominant then you have never enjoyed sex you know and maybe you've thought that you can't enjoy sex with kind of a normal person or maybe you haven't even realized to what extent you have this kink and that it's a massive essential part of your sexuality but either way if you don't engage in your kink you're probably not going to like sex as much or possibly at all particularly if you're really into the kink right and of course you could have different types of, of these like it's like love languages you could have a primary secondary etc so you know you could be somebody who's kinky but also other things but then you could be somebody who's kinky alone and if you're like literally kinky and that's the major part of you it's going to be hard for you to enjoy vanilla sex at all then there's energetic which is a person that's more um, in the realm of the mind that loves anticipation the moments before sex thinking about it uh, they can be turned on it says by music by all sorts of you know mental things and they are 
I mean, in anybody I've talked to who's had this is a highly sensitive person. It's like for sure. You cannot be an energetic love language, I don't think, and not be a highly sensitive person because what it means is that the basically um, the, the big part of sex for you is not sex. It's in the moments before, surrounding, all of the mental stuff, right? If you don't know what it means, it's probably not you. If you think that could be me, it's probably maybe you. <laughs> now, there's the two major ones that I think, I don't know any statistics on this, but I would imagine these are the most common ones because these are the ones that I see the most. Of course, people don't come in and say that they are these things because they don't know about it, but the You'll hear and you'll see. So sexual, who gets just turned on by sexual acts purely, you know, uh, penis and vagina intercourse, oral sex, genitals, nudity, just sex. Like they just like sex. They would like to go to a sex party. That sounds fun. Um, And then sensual, who likes massage and touch and kissing and foreplay. Now, who do you think I see a lot of is sensual paired with sexual? And then there is a disconnect in terms of what they like, in terms of foreplay, and in terms of understanding that it doesn't just have to get down to sex right away. The women that I see that have a sexual, uh, what is it again, erotic blueprint, the women that I see with a sexual erotic blueprint that are paired with a man with a sensual erotic blueprint, um, it's like they kind of don't really understand each other because the woman thinks, aren't men just supposed to like to do it? And the man thinks, aren't I just supposed to like to do it? But somehow I don't. Somehow this seems like very quick and not nice, not, not, not fun, not romantic, not sensual, really. And so it would be um, wrong to think that women are more sensual and men are more sexual. Men are often more shapeshifters, I'm sure. So that's the one where you like everything. You like all of these. You're a little bit kinky. You're a little energetic. You're a little bit sensual. And you're a little bit sexual. Or you're a lot of all of them. And so then you're a shapeshifter. A lot of guys are like that because they have high testosterone. They have a high sex drive. So everything seems good. It's like if you're somebody who's very hungry, more food looks good. If you're somebody who is who is not very hungry, then you need something that's exactly what you like in order to get going. So that's like the difference between having a high innate biological sex drive, aka being a man, and um, not, which is a woman in monogamy. Women's testosterone levels are much, much lower than that of men. In the beginning stages of the honeymoon stage, they have adrenaline and all their other hormones and everything is, is coalescing into making them feel that they have a very, very high sex drive, which biology evolution does in order to make them want to mate with a new partner, as I've discussed ad nauseum in prior podcasts. But men continue to have the high level of testosterone even through monogamy always until it attenuates somewhat as they're older. So therefore, they are more down with anything than women are. It just makes sense. So what do you do when you have different erotic blueprints? Well, the first one is trying to understand one another. You can't really... Uh, understand one another if you've never talked about these things. So the erotic blueprint quiz is a really good conversation starter. When you take the quiz and you talk about what you like, then it can open up this whole world where you're like, wow, like you don't even think it's sexy to just have sex like how I do. You know, because whatever your love language is, you kind of assume that everybody's a little bit like that, kind of. And I'm talking about love languages because it's really a parallel to erotic blueprints. So if you have an uh, like a physical touch love 
language. You just kind of assume that everybody likes that more or less, but like that they all kind of know that of course you would need physical touch to feel love, like of course default because that's your love language. So it's not true, but that's the same with erotic blueprints. So if you're somebody who's sexual, then you're going to say, but for everybody, it's pretty much the main event is the exciting part, right? I mean, like, yeah, you could have like a massage first. That's cool, I guess. Or like a shower together or like whatever, you know, the light dim, but that's just bells and whistles. Everybody actually just likes the sex part the most, right? Of course, but that isn't of course. So a woman with a sensual Love language is like more of the women that I talk about in my very first podcast about 10 ways to make your highly sensitive woman uh, wife want sex a lot more because I see more women with a sensual erotic blueprint because I see a lot of more highly sensitive people. So either they have energetic, which is more rare, or sensual. If you're a highly sensitive person, it's probably one of those two. You know, it could be sexual, but it could be kinky. Certainly could be kinky, actually. But it, it, mostly what I see in highly sensitive people are sensual and energetic. And so for somebody with a sensual love um, erotic blueprint, uh, so I have one, like that's a pretty common one with female highly sensitive people. So it wouldn't be exciting to me or for anybody wired like me to just have a quickie. That's like not exciting. So I could understand how it could be exciting under some circumstances. I could understand how it's exciting in the honeymoon phase because hell, what isn't, right? But as a regular sort of thing, it wouldn't be exciting. And since most people I see are partnered with at least one person who doesn't find it exciting, because quite honestly, I believe that the people who have similar erotic blueprints don't come into couples counseling. They're fine. <laughs> you know, they're just highly compatible people. They don't have any sex issues to talk about with me. Because if you're sexual and your partner's sexual, you're good to go. Same for any of them, right? You could have other issues, but we wouldn't be talking about sex in therapy because maybe you don't have as many issues there. So the majority of people that I see are people who are incompatible in terms of their erotic blueprint. And particularly women that are like, but he must not love me. Like he must not even enjoy sex or anything if he just wants to do, for example, this fetish, you know, because I think of this as long making out, looking into each other's eyes. And, and isn't that what everybody kind of thinks? So like, he must not even love me. He just kind of wants to get off. No, he loves you, but he just has a kinky blueprint. That's just how he is. That is sex to him. The same as to somebody with a sensual love language, like you can't really picture having sex without kissing. You know, like that seems crazy. And so for many years, when I was earlier in my practice, I didn't really know that people didn't do that, that many people don't kiss very much after marriage, you know, or, or as the honeymoon stage attenuates, as the sex stuff wears down, many people don't kiss. To somebody with a sensual blueprint, that seems like really crazy. It's like saying like people stop saying hello <laughs> or like stop, I don't know, like smiling at each other or something. You know, it just seems like something that you would do as a default. Like if you are married, you would be kissing. That's how it seems to somebody with a sensual blueprint. But to somebody who has a different blueprint, it has nothing to do with that. They don't like kissing. They don't like that sensual part. They don't like too much sensory stuff at all. If they do like sex, they want it to get to the main event. They can usually orgasm pretty fast and they're good to go. 
you know, and that is a totally valid blueprint, but the problem comes when you're mismatched with your partner. When you're mismatched with your partner, you can't like change your blueprint, although men, because they have more testosterone, can get more into other shit. So I've seen men that are just pretty vanilla, and if the wife brings up some sort of fantasy that she has, they'll get into it. Why the fuck not? Seems good. It's sex. Okay. Like I've seen women who are really into BDSM and finally tell that to a male partner, and he's like, oh, all right, well, then I guess we will do that, <laughs> you know? Anything that turns you on. And he could get into it, because why the fuck not? It's just like anything. If you really love reading, you could really get into kind of any genre of fiction. So if you really like sex, you could get into any genre of sex. That's why men are more often shapeshifters. What I've seen the most trouble with are two things. A, when one is kinky and the other one is repulsed by the kink. Obviously, this would not go well. And that is usually kind of a non-starter, a bad situation where sex just kind of goes away over time. And also the one where one is sensual and the other one is sexual and they are kind of conflating this with love. So it's gotten to be this huge empathic rupture where one, uh, the guy, let's just call it the guy because I see loads of guys that want to be kissed and touched and all of this and the wife doesn't understand. Um, so if the guy always wants this kissing and hugging and loving and the woman just wants to get down to business, after a while, the guy feels extremely rejected and just hates, you know, the encounter pretty much. You know, it's a misnomer that all sex is good sex. You know, if... Yes, men have higher sex drives than women, but especially if it's a very short encounter, they start to get pretty resentful, like, what the fuck? Like, we waited weeks and weeks, and now we just had this three minutes of intercourse when I want this whole sensual experience. And I see that with some women, too. But usually, again, because men have a higher sex drive, they can roll with anything the woman's really into. The, the disconnect comes because the sensual blueprint man does not understand that the wife is really into sex, like because frequently she's not. She's a sexual blueprint woman, but she also has a decrease in libido over time. So that is, so it's like, yeah, what she is turned on by is intercourse, but she doesn't really even want to have that much intercourse. So he ends up having like three minute encounters every few weeks, and that's not going to be sustainable. So anyway, it's it's an interesting thing for you guys to talk about. You and your partner, you can take the quiz and you could say, hey, why don't you take this quiz and we could talk about it. Because I can't make you guys both have the same blueprint, but certainly if you're working with a couples counselor, especially there's going to be workarounds and there's going to be ways for you to understand one another more and build empathy with one another because that is going to strengthen the relationship more than uh, having the same erotic blueprint. And if you're single, yeah, you definitely should be looking for somebody with a similar erotic blueprint. If you like lots of foreplay and they don't, that's not going to get better over time. They're going to like less and less foreplay over time. If you like to think about anticipation and flirting and sexy situations because you're energetic and they just literally don't seem to understand what the fuck you're talking about, that's not going to get better over time. So if you are single, especially after divorce, try to find somebody who's compatible. And again, a lot of men are shapeshifters, so, you know, then they're down for whatever. But if you're, like, super into your kink and you're going to remarry or even marry for the first time, if you're listening and you're totally, you know, single and younger, marry somebody with your kink. I mean, why not? Like, that's such a core part of who you are. Your marriage is going to be so much better if you both understand that it's going to be a BDSM scene in bed. You know, like, that is something where... 
you know, you, you, you can't beat that. It's priceless <laughs> to like have somebody who really understands you in the bedroom. All right, hopefully this was interesting and opened your mind to a whole new type of quiz to take, and I'll talk to y'all soon.